0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everybody, what's going on? Kenny Ducey here for Odd Shopper. I am excited to be back here. Even though it is a rainy day at the U.S. Open, no day here is a bad day. Uh, you know, unless of course there's a few bets, then, then it's a bad day. Um, all kidding aside, it's been, uh, it's been a fun tournament, and it seems like it's starting to wind down right now, even though we are still in the quarterfinal stage. It's it's only Tuesday, uh, the, the men's final on Sunday, the women's final on Saturday, but it feels like things are really slowing to a standstill. First time since we started that I'm sitting here and there's not a match going on. I mean, there's a dolls match going on, Louis Armstrong, sure, but... Uh, it is, uh, yeah, so we get kind of the dull period, but uh, it, and this is where we get down to the nitty-gritty. It's tough to pick some of these matches out. You know, you don't get your J.J. Wolf round one values anymore. Uh, no more plus 330 underdogs to cash. So, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's always a challenge, but that's, that's why we do it, right? It's a fun challenge, and uh, we'll start off with the match that I want to talk about the most. I could talk about this match for five minutes, maybe ten. We'll see how long it goes, but I was... At this match last year at the US, at the U.S. Open, rather, Andre Rublev and Francis Tiafoe should be an absolute banger. The one big, the one big advantage I think Bigfo has in this match is the backhand. His backhand can do a lot of damage. It, uh, he, he was trying to find it for the first two sets against Rafa Nadal. Found it, uh, used it to to a ton of success. It's a weapon, it could be a weapon for sure. Uh, it's not like he blasts the backhand, but you know, he puts it in the right spots, he finds angles. And you know I think when you talk about Andre Rublev, a guy that doesn't like to hit his backhand, his backhand is a little bit of a weakness. I think we will see some backhand trades go the way of Francis Tiafoe. And the one thing I want to point out here is when these two met at the US Open last year, First of all, it was the best match I think I had ever seen Francis play. It, it, he played an unbelievable level, but I, I thought that he could have easily won that in three sets. The fact that it went for I think he failed to close it out in the fourth, if I'm not mistaken. Now I want to look this up. It was That was a little stunning because it felt like he was just the better player all night long. So, yeah, I think that he is... He wasn't serving very well to start the match, he finished the match serving very well. Uh, yeah, he did drop the fourth set and then he won 6-1 in the fifth, so I was correct. I think Francis is the better player uh, right now, I do. I, I think Rublev has played pretty well, uh, He's he's been hitting pretty clean, but you look at this match that they played at Indian Wells, 6-3, 6-4, it was when Francis was injured, he was just coming back from injury, and still, even still, that match was close, uh, Francis had a lead in the first set, a break lead in the first set before it went the other way. Um, and that was, again, a, a version of Francis Tiafoe's, just not nearly the same as the one that we're going to see uh, tomorrow night. He's a very talented tennis player. He can do just about everything he needs to do on the tennis court. And we'll a little one-dimensional, and again, I, he's had a lot of time on court. He's had more time on court than Tiafoe, and, you know, he has been made to work super hard in these matches. So. I, I think, you know, we saw a, a pretty clean match against Cam Nori, but Nori was really missing a lot. I thought it, there were a lot of gifts from Nori. I don't think Tiafoe is going to give as many gifts. I think he's going to get his teeth into this match. And I think that Francis Tiafo is going to win and move on to the quarterfinals. So I will bet on him at minus 110. I would make him the favorite here. I would. I, I want to make him the favorite because I think he has had a better level than Rublev at this tournament. He beat him last year at this tournament and at Indian Wells, I thought he played him pretty well, even though the fact that he had no form, no fitness, and he was just coming off an injury, so I think this is the end of the road for Rublev. I think that Tiafo keeps on going, and I would not fault you for you know, really either either guy here, because uh, it is a true pick I just think I would make Tiafo a little bit heavier. I think I'd make him a favorite here, so I think we're seeing a little bit of value on the minus 110. Speaking of value, if you are not familiar by now, if you sign up for the DraftKings Sportsbook as a first-time user, using the link below in the video description, you bet $5 on any NFL or college football game, you get $200 back instantly, it's really that easy, just go to the link below in the video description, sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook as a first-time user, and then you'll get your free $200. The NFL is starting up, uh, college football already going, so uh, it's a a fun time in the sports calendar, it really is, and this is a big part of it, the US Open quarterfinals. Alright, let's talk about two women's matches now, because I don't love betting on the Carlos Alcaraz-Yannick Sinner match, although I do see a little bit of value in the in Alcaraz, minus two and a half games, but I see bigger value on the women's side. I want to start off first with Arita Sabalenka and Karolina Pliskova. You have Arita Sabalenka as a very modest favorite. The best line on her that you're going to be able to get is minus 135 at the DraftKings Sportsbook, and I really like Arita Sabalenka in this match. I was super impressed with her level against Daniel Collins. That thought that Collins fought so hard, fought tooth and nail, brought a lot of pace, put a lot of pace on the ball, and just uh, Sabalenka just answered, right? So I think Sabalenka was under a lot of pressure. I don't know if anybody us really expected Sabalenka to respond well to that pressure, respond well to a hostile crowd, or, or an opposing crowd around them. It wasn't really hostile. Just They were just rooting for Collins. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think, I thought that I was blown away by what she was able to do. The Carolina Plushkova, uh match against Victoria Azarenka. I love Pushkova I'm a big Pushkova believer. I've uh, been on Pushkova for really the duration of her stay in the top 50 uh, when she broke out here at DS Open against Serena and Venus, beating them both. I, I was I, I thought that she was a very talented tennis player, and I still do. But with that said, Azarenka gave a lot of gifts, much like we're saying with Rublev and Nori there were a lot of errors coming off the Azarenka racket I thought that Pushkova hung tough but this is a completely different scenario playing Arena Sabalenka someone that is just going to match that power and Pushkova is not a good mover so she's not going to be able to play good defense against the power ground strokes of Sabalenka I think Sabalenka wins this match she's probably 2-0 she's the better player right now and look I mean she has been a top five player she is well-deserving of being a favorite here in this match. Uh, she, she's number six in the world. She's so going to be higher than that after this tournament, and very well may could go on to the final, could win this thing. She could win this thing, which is crazy. With all the, with all the talk about the yips earlier in uh, in the season, she couldn't land second serves. Now all of a sudden, she's look at her. She's in the quarterfinals of the U.S. Open, and she is a favorite, and I think that she very well may uh, go on and do this thing. All right, the other bet that I want to make here, Iga Sviatek, Jessica Pegula. We know that Sviatek has been on shaky footing. Uh, Julie Niemeyer nearly taking her out yesterday uh, in the fourth round which would have been a huge upset. Sviatek trailed Lauren Davis in the second set in her third round match. There was there was someone there was a fella next to me writing uh, writing a gamer for Sviatek losing. Uh, we were everyone was bracing for Sviatek a third round exit. So it just feels that she's been hanging on by a thread, and uh, look, she hasn't been playing clean tennis. I think Jessica Pagula played an extraordinary match against Petra Kvitova. Kvitova just look—I mean, you want to talk about? Yeah, Kvitova made a lot of unforced errors. That is true, but Pagula played a very smart match, and Pagula can get can get on the offensive. She can, you know, play big tennis, but she didn't necessarily do that uh, against against a, a, a player that just was, she adapted, right? A player that is a big power player in who a who would just make odd errors, but she was able to make the adjustments, stay with herself, and I think she can do that against Igas Fiatik. I think that she can win this match. Uh, I, I think that she's going to win a set in this match. So minus 140 on Jess Pagula to win a set tomorrow night I think is my best way to play that one. And that's it. Three bets on the quarters. We'll see you tomorrow for some more action. Oh, 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 alright.